Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're going to finish Matthew chapter 5 today. We've been in Matthew and we're in the midst of Jesus' teaching, which is often called the Sermon on the Mount. And you find that in Matthew 5, 6, and 7. Jesus begins in verse 43 in the same way that he has in the bulk of uh, this chapter. Remember the first part of the chapter, he spoke of how blessed are people who do certain things, what we call the Beatitudes. Then he came and explained to them, he says, Now I want you to understand, I did not come to do away with the law, but I came to fulfill the law. Okay, I came to fulfill the law. And I think he said that to them because he knew what he was about to say. And he started saying all these little sayings about, you have heard it said, and then he would quote something from the law. And then he would say, but I say to you. So listen to verse 43, Jesus speaking. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. Now, this is sort of interesting because the you shall love your neighbor is uh, in all caps, which means, okay, that's a quote from the Old Testament. And there's several places where the Lord says you should love your neighbor, you should love your neighbor. Here it says you shall love your neighbor, all caps, and hate your enemy. That's just regular non-all cap. And there's nowhere in, uh, in the Scripture where it ties this love your neighbor and hate your enemy together like that in that way. Now, there were people that they hated because God hated them, okay? I'm not talking about that type of thing. But Jesus says this, You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. He says, This is what y'all have been taught. Verse 44, But I say to you, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Now, he'd already picked up on some of this in the previous thing where he said, You don't retaliate. You don't. Uh, the law is... You've been taught an eye for an eye and tooth for tooth. But he says, don't resist. Don't resist evil. Yeah. Now he's saying what? Those that are, declare themselves to be your enemy, I say to you, love them. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. And you go, well, you know, I can't love them. I can't do that. Well, that's sort of the whole point. Well, the thing that in and of the flesh, we cannot do this but empowered by the Most High God and His kingdom, we can. And so Jesus has given them insight into the kingdom, and this kingdom of which He speaks, and the kingdom of which He is the Lord and Savior of everything, uh, is entirely different than what they thought it was. They'd been under the law, He says, but now this is something different. So, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, verse 45, so that you may be sons of your father. And that may be the idea so that you can show yourself that you're going to manifest the reality that you are sons of your father who is in heaven. For he causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. In other words, he's saying God knows what's going on down here. It rains all over the earth. The sun shines all over. The he knows there's good. He knows there's bad. He knows there's righteous. He knows there's unrighteous. Verse 46. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have in that? 
Do not even the tax collectors do the same? That's the ultimate uh, besmirchment of somebody. You know, even a tax collector does that, right? Verse 47. If you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than the others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? So here he's talking to a predominantly Jewish group, a crowd. He's speaking to his disciples, the ones learning, and the crowd. And he's saying, you know, if you, if you love those who love you, well, even the tax collectors and Gentiles do that. So what's the big deal with that? Now the last verse, verse 48. Listen to this. Therefore, okay, Jesus says, therefore, in light of all this, in light of the fact that you should love your enemies, that you should pray for those who persecute you, that even the tax collectors and Gentiles love those who love them. In light of this, you are to be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Woo! Now, boy, that brings some things there, doesn't it? You know, that P word, that perfect. <laughs> we go, what in the world does that mean? Well, it does carry the idea of perfect. And it's the Greek word is teleos. Okay, teleos. And it means perfect. It means mature or more perfect. It means complete, to be completed, having reached an end. Okay, something's come to an end. Uh, Jesus spoke a form of this word when he died upon a cross, when he gave up his spirit. And he said, to telestai, that's the form of that which means it is finished. Okay? So what does this mean, that it is finished? What do you think? Yes, I'm giving you a little time to think right here. <laughs> it means this. God's perfection, His completeness and everything is absolute. Okay? Uh, there's no beginning and no end. Okay? And so God is without failure and without flaw and without sin. Okay? Ours will be, as uh, Zodiades says, relative <laughs> to this. The whole point of this is that you need to grow in maturity, particularly in maturity in relationship to the faith and moral things. Okay? To be obedient uh, to the Lord Jesus Christ. To realize that... Uh, is to keep yourself away from sin and keep yourself away from the things of the world, the way of the path of unrighteousness. Therefore, you are to be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Now, I can hear the squeals of a bunch of my friends right now. Uh, I have several dear friends, love them to death, but boy, they're big on I'm just a sinner saved by grace. They literally define themselves as sinners. I mean, literally define themselves as sinners. And they think that they're uh, giving thanks to God and rejoicing in God and praising God for that. And, and I understand. It's, I mean, I really do. But it's incorrect. Okay, it's not what you see biblically. If you're truly saved, the Scripture describes you as a saint, a holy one, one set apart. Now, it doesn't mean that you're perfect in every deal and everything that you do. No, because we make mistakes. Why do we make mistakes? Why do we sin? Because we want to. It's not because we have to, because it's within our nature that this is the way that we live and we function. No, as true believers, we sin because we choose to. We choose to step outside the abiding 
of the Lord. So he's saying to them, and even more so to us who have the power of the Holy Spirit within us, who have the very presence of the triune God living within us, that you are to be perfect. You are to be complete. You are to be mature, even as your heavenly Father is complete, perfect, mature. We are to do that. And you say, well, I can't do it. You're right. In the flesh, you can't. But with him in us by his power, we have a choice. And that's what it literally boils down to. You choose to go your way or you choose to go his way. If you go his way and abide with him, then you'll be able to live this way. You will live this way. But if you step outside of that abiding and step outside of the way of the Lord, then you won't. We don't have to do it. We are empowered by God to live this way. So when he said to this, this to these folks, can you imagine? I mean, it just knocked their socks off. Like, what is he talking about? To be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. To be complete in this same way. At least at the surface level, he's saying this. Reject the way of the unrighteous. Okay? Don't act like your enemies. You know, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. The enemy would never do that for you, right? He says, be complete even as the Father is complete. Matthew 5, what verse I started in 43 through 48. Go read that and meditate upon that for a while. Again, I'm Dale, and I'll see you in the next episode.